This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love is the law each and every day here on the Lori and Julia show, including today, the Thursday edition. Glad you're out there listening to us on the radio, on the app, on the stream, maybe even in the future as a podcast. Thank you, future people, for listening to Lori and Julia. Thank you, Rocco. Hey, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Julia, do you see what I brought in today? I see a napkin with pencil writing on it. Yeah. I was at bowling last night, Jules. How'd you do? Julia, I mean, our team is just... You're one with the pins. Well, there's only 10 teams, Rocco. Rocco, you're going to want to do this. 22 to 10. Yeah, you know, I I saw a note that my old bowling league, only two two teams showed up for week one. Yeah, that's not good. You guys didn't have a captain meeting like our league does at Tuttle's. (laughs) They're well organized there. It depends, you know, but we're a sanctioned league. Sometimes when they're casual leagues like beer and pizza or whatever... But anyway, we're all really kind of loving the new bowling. We'll be glad when we can go back to regular bowling. But for right now, because it, we want to feel safely bowling, having a lane and a table between all the teams and only having four-man teams and only 10. I mean, it, bowling goes by fast. It's super fun. People eat up in the upper yes, thing of it. Yes. You know, it's just... it's. It's a blast. Now, can I, I ask? Does everybody bring their no no? Uh, do you rent shoes and ball, uh, borrow balls, uh, or does everybody have people their own? who are in sanctioned leagues yeah. tend to at least after the first uh, at least the first season? You're like, I want my own right. ball. I, I want know. my yeah. own shoes. I'm just and, trying to think of all the precautions at the bowling. Yeah, I, oh, right. I, yeah, right. I, they've always listen. If you always put your foot in a bowling shoe, you're not going to get COVID from a bowling <laughs> shoe. That's they why I spray feel those things. Sex. But Rocco, Lori has a Hello Kitty ball. I've heard this. Yes. Oh. So good. And my shoes are gray and pink. My ball is... I'm very coordinated. Although I my, love this. The inside of my bowling shoe is like some kind of... Do we call it vinyl? Oh, sure. And mm-hmm. my... You know I have a hot foot. So oh, I do sometimes... I do have to take off my shoes sometimes <laughs> and wiggle my toes. She has one hot foot that foot. runs hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, just one? Just one, one. She only has one. One it, hot foot. It literally runs hot. Oh, I've had to stop. Got a fever. I've had to stop skating. I've got a thing with the right foot. It tingles and it gets hot, and then I have to take off whatever is on my foot. <laughs> it's a problem. This is for real. But last night I was kind of on. You know, I mean, my average is only like one thirty-eight. So I bowled like you know, 
140 the first game. Then I bowled like a 148, and then I did a 158, and one of our gals bowled a 206. Wow. So she's going to be the high woman so far in our season. High seat. woman. Yeah, just super fun. And, of course, I'm always putting my foot in my mouth at bowling, you mm-hmm. know. The hot foot or the, the hot foot? foot the okay. hot foot that's called my mouth <laughs> um, and my thoughts because I'm really, I'm like, I the bowling is a place just like being with your friends or family, but you really let it all hang. You out. do, yes. And when you agree, Rocco, you're a bowler. Oh yeah, so much trash hacking, right. so much crap is given. Right. And so my, you you know this gal, and she knows who she is, Jenna. And Hi, Jenna. She um, somehow oh, because the Avon Carol, the Avon lady came <gasps> with the Avon book, our and Holly Dork. Oh, I was so excited to have it. This was a real big catalog. This one and uh, Avon is they're selling everything. Cutting it's like edge. QVC in a catalog. But so somehow I was like, yeah. I, I don't know. I never, the Avon, I've never really found an Avon mascara that I've ever returned to or something. And and and, and my girl says to me, oh, I have the best mascara. And she likes the Clinique Chubby. And she gives me another product. And I just looked at her and I said, I am not going to take my advice about mascara from somebody who doesn't even look like they're wearing it. <laughs> What'd she say? Thanks a lot. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like so, it was like to me, it was like, like that's wake up ma- eye right, mascara right. that she had on her eyes, but not clumpy, you know, like thinned out. And we were laughing so hard because she really thought she was giving me a great makeup tip. Oh, yeah. And you're like, excuse me. Excuse me. And then that, I looked at, at another girl. I go, now you've got nice, long, pretty lashes. What are you What are you doing? <laughs> right. And what'd she say? Oh, she couldn't believe I had insulted the other girl, but I didn't quite mean it that way, but you know how it is. I know how it is. We were giggling and laughing because we've known each other You've not, a long y- time. Years. Uh, and, by the way, I got a fancy split last night. What are the... what? Are, a fancy split, Julia. Does that mean... When everybody goes, oh my God, or claps, or... Okay, well, what is it? What do you hit? A fancy split is where I had one pin all the way over in the far side, you know, that sitting on the end, that one that's hard to get if it's standing alone. Way over. Yeah. The corner. Very far one? The very far in the corner. The seven? That one. Okay. And then I have three bunched up over on the other side. Oh, now that is a very good one. That's what I call... A fancy that is split. a fancy and a lot of people are watching because isn't it isn't that the worst when you hit an amazing shot and you turn and, around and, and nobody and cares? Did anyone see that? Did anyone see that? Yeah, because we had for TV on. Okay, so the debate, so people were laughing about the fly. That was the one thing that came through bowling about the debate was the fly sitting on Pence's head for two minutes. Then on another screen, they had Smoke and Joe Frazier and Ali on ESPN. They're playing all these old boxing, That'd be right? Fun. And then. The New York Yankees were playing yes. whoever. And I found out just last night that the Twins are out. Okay, Lori, they were out the second game. <laughs> yeah, okay, but maybe was I gone? Runs. Was I gone? Yes, you were. You were gone. Okay, that was why. very discouraging. So I said to the girl, you know. Like, Where are the Twins? I said, wait, what's happening with our Twins? And the team just looked at me. And That's they were funny. like, that, that happened several days ago. That happened. We, we broke a record the 18th. Yeah, 18 consecutive playoff losses. That's a, no other team in any sport has ever done You know that. what? It's nice to have a, a record. Right. And it, that it, could be broken. I don't. Not easily. It's going to take a while. It's going to take this a long time. This one took us 16 years to get it. 
That's wow. just unbelievable. It was well, unbelievable. You know, it's a record. A record is a, a record, record, Julia. Is a record. A record is a record. But You're so I, funny. Can I tell you the discovery I made at the damn bowling alley Please. looking through the Avon catalog? Okay. They, okay, I am get to the last page, and I, I'm ordering some things. They had some good deals on Skin So Soft Lotion and the oil and the spray on oil, because I like that stuff for the winter. Yeah, I do, too. And they have spray on oil. I love spray on lotion. Yes. Too. I might have gotten something. To get something. my back. I ordered oh. so many things, Julia. Oh, I might have gotten you so something. so funny. Okay. <laughs> like, I brought you a candle from Montecita that- from Oprah's store. I have been burning that for two nights in a row. It's so lovely. It's magnolia. Isn't it it's good? It's lovely. I know. I, it was a small yeah. size because the big one was 50 and the small one was 10. So I went It was so small. good. I love it. <laughs> but I go to the back page of the bowling or the Avon catalog. Mm-hmm. And my friend goes, does that cream say $350? I said, no way. This is Avon. Yeah, they have a cream. $350. It's Avon's version of La Mer. Oh, wow. It's called Mission Luxurive. Kind of a bad name. It is well, luxury. And then it says cream and then creme. Well, you got to do it in France. French. If, if you're going to charge that much money. That's right. <laughs> but you can get it right now for $280. Oh, it's on sale. Yeah. And then the other kind of cool thing they had, just because it's a really a very basic price point, they had this root touch up. For for dark haired women yes. or reddish brown or light brown, but it's like in a it's a powder like a powder yeah. like you would dab it like it. a dauber like a dauber it was hair dauber powder I love it fifteen dollars I love it all right there's your Avon update oh, there's your Avon update we'll we be, gotta go we'll be right back hey, hang on a second let me get Matt in here it's time of the week time for it's Matt Belanger Belanger Buck Langer is that it it's Matt Belanger. Bowena, Badina, Balanger. It's Matt Belanger. You know who you are. Even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's Matt Belanger. Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger. Hello, Belanger. They're going to play that at my funeral. Yes. I hope it's a good time. I think so. It's such a cheery, upbeat song. You know, Rocco did that. That's He's right. amazing, Rocco. Oh. You're the man. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That was that's yeah. one of my and, and, and a, w- a week ago when you were talking to Julia, he, I was he was out of town. Last oh, week. he was out of town. Last mm-hmm. week. I was going to say I was rallying around Montecito uh, looking for Ooh. Harry and Megan's driveway and gate and found it. I'd like you to know. Uh, first, I have two thoughts, Lori. One, yes. I'm not shocked that you bought uh, Julia the cheaper candle. But oh two, yeah, no, not that, at all. That French cream is on sale. It was. I cannot believe you passed up that deal. <laughs> right to buy the Avon Mission Luxure Creme. The, the I mean, creme? I, just, I just was like Avon selling a cream for three fifty dollars. <laughs> I need it's to sit down. Right. It really that's is. An eye- Popping uh, situation right there. Hey, uh, hey, I want to talk real quick to, to start here about the election. Obviously, it's coming up, and a lot of people, as you know, are voting absentee. Yes. And did you ladies know that you can check the status of your absentee ballot after you send it off into the mail to like make sure that they got it on the other end and it's going to be counted and everything's going to be okay? I didn't know that until I voted that way for the primary. And yeah. then I looked it up and I it said, or whatever website maybe you have it for us, and it said, we've yeah. received your vote and it's been tabulated. Yes. And I think that's so comforting to know because there are so many stories about you forgot to put it in the one envelope or you didn't sign the right place, and then you don't want your vote to not count. Listen, and the, so the flip 
claims that have been fed over all this yeah. voting by mail is just ridiculous. There's not been problems. There hasn't been problems. There's not going to be problems. So give us. I the- checked on mine, and it, right. and, it, and, it, and they got it, and it's going to be. It says it will be counted, and, and it just gives you that sigh of relief. What's you know? the Julie, website, did you do Matt? It? It, no, well, I'm going the, in person. It, I'm going in yeah, person, too. The, oh, good, good. I have, a, I have a question for you then, Julia, about that. Okay. Uh, but it's the Secretary of State's website for the state of Minnesota. The mm-hmm. website address is too long to rattle off right. here okay. on the radio. It's easy but it's to on, find. It happens to be on my Facebook page. I, okay. I put a link up recently. So if anybody wants to go there, you can click through, and it takes a minute, tops. Type yeah. in your stuff, and it'll tell you what's going on. Right, cool. Okay, so in-person voting, Julia, my yes. question for you is, do you know what happens if there happens to be someone who does not want to wear a face mask to go in to vote. You know what? You can't go in and vote. I would like to you, think that. Uh, that is not correct. So actually, we did a little digging into this okay. uh, on Five Witness News, and unlike a store or an airline where they can just be like, no, you cannot come in, the state cannot stop anyone from voting, even if they refuse to put a face mask on. Yeah. So they've been figuring this situation out in case it comes up at the polls. And here's what you need to know. Uh, God, you'd have to be a real a hole to yeah, do that. Well, you'd have to be a super a hole. And I just don't think there's that many here. But the situation could come up, yeah. and so what first is going to happen is uh, they'll offer curbside voting, so the election judges will come outside oh. right. to allow that person to cast ba- a ballot. If they deny that and they demand to go inside without a face mask on, they will be allowed to do so. Yeah, okay. uh, however, however, the big uh, little asterisk to this is uh, the poll workers will take their information and report that to the authorities. So they'll oh, get in. So, okay. so they'll be they'll be cited, or you know they'll be getting some trouble. Yeah, for that, I don't so. know why anyone would want to make that point. I don't either. You know, when it's so easy to vote if you don't want to go in person and you want to just do it by mail, they make it very easy for you. It's good and, though that the state is thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah just sure. In case the situation comes up. I think it's I think it's right. very good that they've thought it through, and then that, so that's what's going to happen if it if it happens at your polling location. So I just want to let everybody know. Thank um, you. We, of course, we've talked a little bit about Halloween, which is coming up right around the corner here. And I have a really sweet story out of Long Lake. So, you know, there's some recommendation that trick-or-treating as usual doesn't go on, obviously, because I of the pandemic. I don't get that. I don't get it either. I know. Well, but some people might be hesitant to open the door and have that face-to-face contact with folks, even well, with then masks don't open or the whatever. door. Turn your lights off. <laughs> yes, or, they have to be canceled. Hide in the basement or whatever. Right. But, um, But the fire department, this is really sweet, the fire department in Long Lake has decided to give kids another option um, to keep everyone safe, too. And so they are going to load up the fire trucks in town Mm -hmm. with candy. And on Halloween night, they're going to drive around and then they'll be they're going to drive around and hit all the driveways in town. And they're going to hit, you know, people who are out at the end of the driveway, they're going to stop and give each kid some candy. Like throw it at them like a fire truck parade? Kind of like a parade. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, kind of hand it out or toss it down or whatever. And and they they assured us, of course, you know, we're the news, so we think of everything. And uh, they'll have enough fire trucks and crews ready in case there is an emergency at that time. I was thinking the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, how is it any different walking up to a house and somebody gives you a candy bar? If they're wearing a mask. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I I guess I think individual. Bubble. Yeah, yep. I think individual parents and neighborhoods are going to all make their own decisions. I think so too. But that yeah. is a cute idea that they're, they're doing. I thought that. it was nice. Yeah. You know, I thought it was nice that the city's kind of taking a, a step to 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 really just try to give another option for people yeah. who aren't comfortable going out, right. about and doing it the other way. So that's yeah, just something a little to take note of. Um, and, and the last thing is, uh, uh, have you watched the show? I got sucked in, and this is the this is the only show that I have binged, like legitimately binged mm-hmm. in a long time. It's called Ratchet. Oh, and it's on And it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's loosely based on Nurse Ratchet from um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Loose now. being the operative word right there. It's because it's Ryan right, Murphy. Very, have you watched it? Have no, you seen I, it? I, I, I started it. We've, it. we've watched trailers of it. We've, I started it. What did you think? I have like a crush on Sarah Paulson. Like, well, I just think she's so good in these types of roles. And yeah. she, I think she really delivers. What did you think about the first little bit that you watched? Julia? Um, I loved the steering wheel on the green car at the beginning, and I wish we would go back to oversized steering wheels. Okay. It would be so That's much more of a, a comfortable drive. No, it's beautifully <laughs> filmed. It's a, it's a great one, so if you're looking for something, give it a shot. All right. Okay, thanks, Matt. It's thanks, so Matt. good to hear from you. All right, when we come back, right, we're talking really. with Brian Freeman, um, our author. We'll be right back. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday, October 8th. Uh, when we last spoke with Brian uh, Freeman, who's joining us on the phone right now, New York Times bestselling author, we were talking to him in August about you had your you were selected by the Robert Ludlum estate to write the next book in the Jason Bourne series called The Bourne Evolution. So you, you're probably... You've come down from that cloud, and now you're on your uh, Jonathan Stride cloud, uh, cloud because this is your fifteenth book. Funeral exactly, for exactly. I, Born feels like it was just a few weeks ago. Oh wait, it was. It was. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Hi. Oh my God. Okay, so uh, Brian, once again, I mean, I don't know how you managed to come up with your stories. Uh, I mean, you're just such a great, great writer, whatever you're writing under, whether it's a standalone or the, you know, Jason Bourne or Cab Bolton. And now this, your 15th book, your Jonathan Stride. Is this your baby? Yeah, I, I, I kind of do feel like, you know, Stride's my, my old friend. I mean, that's where it all started 15 years ago. And uh, so every time I bring Stride back on stage, it, uh, it, it it tugs at my heart a little bit. You know, and that's what I love to do with my thrillers is to, to fill it all with those twists and turns, but also have that little twist that, uh, that, that gets you in the heart as well. well. Give people a setup, because I liken Jonathan Stride to being like a Michael Conley's character, Bosch. Yes. You know, or Lucas Davenport, John Sanford. 
Stewart or, you know, um, Cork O'Connor, William Kent Kruger. I mean, these, he's such a great character, takes place up in Duluth, but kind of give a setup of who Jonathan Stride is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Stride is, is so much a northern Minnesota kind of hero. I mean, he's got this step-by-step determination to get to the truth, which is actually one of the reasons I named him Stride, was to kind of make his name reflect that doggedness in mm-hmm. his personality. And, uh, you know, he's known a lot of loss in his life, and uh, and he faces a lot of tough times throughout the series, but uh, he, he's a Minnesota guy, so uh, when that cold wind blows, he just kind of tucks his wind, head down and, uh, and keeps on moving forward. And, you know, and it's fun. If you have any love at all for mm-hmm. northern Minnesota, and particularly Duluth, I mean, you hit it you do hit a lot, and like for me, there's a lot of the book that is taking place at the Deeps on Seven Bridges Road, which was like, I lived there in high school. That's where we made out and had parties and went swimming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I love using these real places in all of the books. I mean, I think that just kind of gives readers this great, oh, I know exactly where there, that is feel to it. And, uh, uh, you know, and it gives, it creates that authentic flavor when you know you can, you can, you know, call up pictures and, and see, yeah, that's exactly where that's taking place. Okay. So, Brian, we, that, we read in the paper this week yes. um, that St. Louis County commissioners are considering a $1 million film production incentive rebate like what georgia does and what we used to do for the state but it's the first time a county to give a million dollars so they can start filming stuff up in duluth because they film all this stuff in canada yeah that rain that how that looks can fill in for a lot of places and they mentioned that that money maybe it would be the stride series with amc could be filmed. Yeah, there. yeah, we are we are crossing fingers and crossing toes and crossing anything else we can cross. Uh, you know, AMC has commissioned a pilot script uh, based on uh, the Burying Place, my fifth Jonathan Stride novel, uh, to turn it into a Stride TV series. And uh, you know, I've seen a couple drafts of the, the pilot script. I, I think it's you know absolutely terrific. So uh, we're all hoping that that uh, AMC you know puts it into production and and we can see Stride and Duluth uh, on TV. I think. It would just be fantastic. Brian, who would you want to cast as Jonathan? Jonathan? Oh, that's a good question. I, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, you know, you can go with kind of a, you know, a big name and, and hope that, uh, you know, hope that that draws re- viewers in that way. Uh, or you can find, you know, like a great character actor like they, they did with uh, Bosch and Titus yeah, Weller, Titus, someone that yeah, can really him. take that part and, and make it his own. So uh, I'm just really curious to see, you know, who they find and, uh, and find someone that, that can really just kind of bring stride to life. Yeah, oh. that would that would just be amazing if St. Louis County did that because uh, there's there's all this interest in filming and shooting in Minnesota and in particularly in northern Minnesota, and we can't even compete in the game if there isn't this thing. So it right. would just be incredible. We need that incentive. Yeah, absolutely. And and AMC is you know I've, I've seen their notes about the the pilot script and they're so intent on really capturing that Minnesota flavor and, and what makes Minnesota and Duluth unique. As a yeah, thing. they'll so, just go to you know, Canada. we got to bring that out. So, they'll just yep. go to Canada if they can't do it. But, I mean, Park Point, and, I mean, that would just be that. Anyway, so our fingers are are crossed with that. So what are you doing? Um, this, like the Jason Bourne book that you're promoting a few weeks ago, are you doing everything, just uh, book clubs and, virtu- you know, the virtual thing? 
Yeah, we've been doing a lot of virtual events for the past uh, couple of weeks as uh, as the new book came out. And uh, do you like uh, it? Talking about Stride, I, you know, I've, I've been so thrilled with the reader reaction too. I mean, yeah, I, I think I'm up to 22 books in in the market now, and mm-hmm. you, you, you always want you know a reader to pick up each new one and say, "Wow, that's the best book yet." And uh, but boy, you have that many books out there, and, it, and it's a challenge. But I love the reader reaction. So many, so many fans have just really embraced Funeral for a Friend, and oh. I've had folks you know talking to me and saying, "Gosh, they were they were." in tears by the end of chapter one as, as Stride deals with the, the loss of his best friend and this, this shocking deathbed confession that turns Stride's life upside yeah, down. Yeah, it's so very I, good. And the other thing that I thought was like oddly comforting in Funeral for a Friend, and I don't think I'm giving anything away just because we have the words are in it, but there's, um, whether it's a dream or whatever you want to call it, but a thing where you're in heaven or you're in the white light between that how you described that was just incredible that that was a real tough emotional scene for me to write i believe it look at when you look at the cover of funeral for a friend Mm -hmm. you'll see this was the first time i ever told the publisher i really wanted the cover based on a particular scene and i wanted them to do a cover inspired by that particular chapter in the book and so that's what they did yeah it's a man Brian, I've got to be honest. I, yeah. I'm in reading hell right now. I have so many books. <laughs> Julia's booking all the authors and I've, she I'm, overbooked. I'm being Donnie Love. And so I, we've had six this month. And I just can't read as ferociously ferociously as Lori. But, Lori, but I also took a yes. little California vacation, so I had two plane rides. She you know can what read I mean? A book I had a some day. time. But here's the thing she told me about this. She goes, this is so good you're gonna die mm-hmm. i mean it's that good i mean i love the jason Bourne one that we just read and i loved your last one so but I, I love jonathan stride i do love, love him and i do think that you did uh with all the topics that you cover with what the story is what the secret is everything that happens your beautiful descriptive writing i mean i love when you describe nature brian i'm not gonna lie <laughs> Well, thank you. And, you know, I, and what I try to do, I mean, this is my 10th Jonathan Stride novel, but I always try to write each Stride novel like a standalone so that right. readers can dive in anywhere. So even if you've never met Stride in any of the earlier books, I think you can really pick up Funeral for a Friend and, and you're going to fall in love with him. In I, I read them all. I mean, I've now read them in order, but I mean, I read, I read a Cat Bolton. I jumped to a Frost Easton. I mean, I've read them. I just think you can pick, pick I have them up. read them out of order. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's important. I mean, I we, you know, we always talk about the fact that hey, you're not going to just have friends that you met in your teens and 20s. You're going to meet people throughout their lives and when you meet them and you like them, then you want to go back and and kind of find out about the stories that led them to that point in their lives. And I think that's the way a good series should work too. Um oh. Brian, have you heard from Matt Damon? What's the word on the born evolution? <laughs> you know, I I I must have missed his call is all I can figure. I think it's know, his I mean, birthday I can't today. Believe he wouldn't be on the phone right away to tell me, "Hey, let's get moving on a movie here." But your story for Born Evolution, if unless they want to have somebody else play Born, but over the summer I kind of did end up binge watching like two back to back Born movies, and those were enjoyable damn movies. I love them. Yeah, no, they were really good. Yeah, absolutely. and and that your story that you lay out in the Born Evolution would be a great movie. Okay, I have an idea yeah. for you, Brian. Okay. 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 It's Matt Damon's birthday today. He turned October 8th. He was born 1970. He's 50 years old today. You could send him a tweet. I'm going to tweet him. 
And I, I'm going to tweet a copy a good, of your that book. That's an excellent plan, yes. Don't that's you think? An excellent plan. I don't know. I is so. Matt Damon? I mean, why can't no, he just continue to be Jason Bourne? Well, he should be Jason Bourne. I'm just saying, read him the latest cover of the Bourne book. Yes, I this. will. Yes. Brian, I love having a little PR responsibility at least once a day. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, oh what's, we got to ask you, what's the last great book that you've read? Oh, the last great book that I have read. Um, well, you know, actually, I'm just finishing. I, I read a lot of nonfiction biographies and histories and things like that, and I'm I'm actually finishing up uh, a, a biography of Frank Sinatra, which is just fascinating. Oh. I, I I love kind of you know finding out things about uh, about people that you really never knew. So, what did you uh, find it, out about him that you didn't already know? What I did not realize was how low his career got in the middle in the early fifties. Mm. I mean, he practically had no. career career, no money, no hits. He was he was down and out uh before he got the uh the guest starring role in From Here to Eternity that really revived his career. But he uh he people had kind of written him off at that point in his career. Wow. Look at that. That's a good little fact. No, I there there's a there's a documentary on him on Frank Sinatra. It's just two parts that's pretty good. Yeah. Two. I can't remember where I watched it, but he's he's a fascinating man. And you know, I always learn a lot. You know, when I when I read biographies and things, I just learn things about people that always help me when I'm crafting characters in my books as well. So. Interesting. Okay. Well, we love talking to you, Minnesota's own Brian Freeman. The new book is "Funeral for a Friend." Pick it up. I've already got two texts from friends. Can I read it when you're done? <laughs> like, go buy it. I know. I'm, I'm just kidding. sending mine to my <laughs> uh, my stepsister Cindy up in Duluth. She's listening. She's a big fan, Brian. Uh, yeah. She reads all your books Excellent. in order, though. <laughs> and thank you so much. And we'll look forward to hearing from you soon. That sounds good. Thank you. I've got the paperback of the Deep Deep Snow coming out in just a couple of weeks, so oh. we're not done this year yet. Okay, okay people, that is such a good that book. A good now book. that was great, mm-hmm. and we also have two copies of the new yes. book available. Give us a buzz, and hopefully you haven't gotten a book lately. Six five one six four one one zero seven one, and Rocco will, t- Rocco will take your information. Bye, Brian. Thank Bye. you. Thanks, Bye. everybody. All right, talk to you later. All right, listen, we come back. Um, Oh, I don't know if this TV show deserves it, but we're awfully glad it's happening. Hi, that was nice talking to Brian. Oh, I boy, he is—he just pound out the books. Yeah, I want St. Louis County to just figure out. That's up th- north by Duluth, right? That's Duluth. Duluth that County. is Duluth. Okay. Uh, St. Louis County, huge. Like, is I don't know how they're going to find money because they're in. Tr- I mean, everywhere. well, yeah. There's always money to be found to be taken from something else because if you can give a million dollars but get four million dollars in return. Or five million, or whatever. We're trying to get people to come and make movies and TV shows here, but they won't do it if there isn't a rebate. It'd be up in St. Uh Louis County, so Duluth, and let's fingers crossed. Yeah, it would bring up so much money. It would employ so many people, and this is how they did it in Georgia, apparently. And they're doing everything in Georgia. And you know how that started? It started with a county, not the state, to show they were like, we got forget. Yep. They, I love it. Th- because of the natural, there's so much natural scenery that's there. In northern with, Minnesota. In northern mm-hmm. Minnesota, you have lots of, I mean, wouldn't you agree, Rocco, when you think of all, you've got oh. hills, you've got cliffs, you've got beach, you've, you've got, got the rocks. Big, you've got Lake Superior. You've got the lake. Yes. You've got dark, spooky places, you know. Duluth like, has it all. I mean, you can go to Duluth and feel like you're in four different you really exotic can. countries, you know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I hope that really, really, really happens. And then um, uh, 
Uh, I'm very excited. This was rumored. I knew it was going to happen because they just look so bad this year. But the Real Housewives of New York announced that uh, they um, They have a new cast. They've got a new apple to give to her. Her name is Ebony Williams, and she's the first black woman to be on the Real Housewives of New York, which, of course, that show has been blindingly white for 13 seasons when you consider how what a diverse city New York City is. But she's like, uh, she's darling. She's darling. And and I don't know what the Real Housewives of New York did to deserve her. And I can't imagine how awful Ramona is going to be to her. She she has a law degree. Oh, yeah. She's an attorney. Yeah. No, she's, she's. uh, Why does she want to do this? Well, I don't know. I mean, she's been on TV before. She was a correspondent for CBS. She. Mm -hmm. She was. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Contributor for Fox News. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she's on Diddy's Revolt TV. Okay. She does a show called State of the Culture. Uh, she's very private about her her uh, life she's written a book i mean okay so wait a minute she's yeah. very private about her life her love life love life okay. up until now we've done okay. she's not looking combing through her stuff she's not been out loud but i mean those i'm just saying that it's time new it york time. i don't know i know that the real housewives of new york the show needs her uh, is she what they deserve after all of this? And there's if they don't get rid of Ramona, which doesn't sound like they're. No, it doesn't sound like I'm it. already worried for Ebony because Ramona is just so awful. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Um, there's a big cry for Jeff Goldblum to play the fly on SNL during the VP <laughs> debate. How Mike Pence? He didn't know. It was amazing to me how he didn't move. Like, I always can hear something, the din of a flyer, mosquito. I I absolutely loved how still he was. I thought... His hair is schlacked. Well, You know, yeah, so he so might so not have felt Kamala's it. Right, that's night. what I mean. Because everything was sprayed down. Sprayed down, and she had a clip in her hair that yeah. I thought was a leftover styling clip. I did not uh, <laughs> like that at all. That bugged me. Um, but yeah, Jeff Goldblum, That's The funny. Fly, SNL. Okay, that I might hated be that movie, The Fly. Oh my gosh. That movie scared me so much when the very first whisker came out of him. Oh yeah. I just, I, that movie. You should have seen the original with Vincent Price. Oh, I can't imagine. But that movie is yeah. a scary movie and that would hold up yeah. right now. It, it really would. And Twitter was, I mean, Twitter was very funny with The Fly. I know these are serious times or whatever, but... We've been had to be serious every day for so long. People just like breathe a sigh of relief when something funny like that yeah, happens. Yeah, that is funny because that was so random. And it was two minutes. Yeah, it's the, so and, random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that that's happening. Oh, this was a really great story on the Today Show. So, you know, we've talked about how our hearts kind of are really feeling for kids and this whole parents, parents the coronials, and just like how stressed people are and people are... Stressing out about stressing and just like, and we're tired of being stressed and it's been so long. So, um, Vicki, um, I forget her last name. She's for the 
consumer and health reporter for the Today Show, but she sat down with some teens and tweens to talk about how are they really doing and what's going on. Okay. One thing I thought that was really positive in talking to some of the experts is they said that this generation is going to come out a lot more resilient because of what you've been through. So if there's a silver lining from this, what do you think it is? I feel like we're probably going to be a lot more determined to do things. We're strong. We can deal with things. And they are dealing from school shutdowns to quarantining away from friends for months. We asked two child psychologists, Dr. Jamie Howard and Dr. Rebecca Berry, for some advice. So I don't want kids to take a hiatus from trying to make and maintain friendships during this time. To the extent possible, we want to keep kids connected. I really try and promote what we call behavioral activation, really wanting to get them back into the pleasant activities that used to boost their mood. They say tweens ages 10 to 12 are just starting to form their identities and friend groups and want some independence. Set up a small social pod of trusted friends and family keep get-togethers small and outdoors like at a park. For teens 13 to 17, our experts say they're missing social events like prom and class trips while also seeking more thrills. To help, make a list of their favorite activities and try to have them do at least one a day. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. And she did, she, I, do, I don't know if we have any more audio after that. Yeah, one more. One more for, is this some of the kids? Um, or maybe this the experts? might be more of the experts. Okay, okay. This is the time to put one foot in front of the other and do the best you can. And that's actually what the definition of resilience is. It's not that you come out better than ever. It's that you get through it intact. And so that's the goal here. What advice would you give to other young people who might be having a really tough time? Go outside and have fun. I was actually a part of a theater camp that we did it all virtually, except for the times where we had to shoot dance numbers. We did that in person, but social distance. If you want to do stuff, you can totally look for opportunities. I started knitting and painting and drawing, and I feel like those definitely helped me de-stress. Try to pick up new life skills, like cooking and baking and like caring for like your room and stuff. Because like when we get older, we're going to have to learn how to do stuff by ourselves. I love it, practical skills. Just try to focus on what's important and try to keep yourself and other people in your mind. Wise words from a generation learning to adapt in the middle of a 100-year crisis. Now, for kids who had mild anxiety, who weren't big fans of being social, the pandemic has actually been a positive experience for them, according to the experts we talked with. However, they are encouraging parents to give those young people a nudge now so they can safely interact with others and exercise those muscles, too. So, yeah. yeah, so I just said, and she did, she sat down and the kids were like 10 to 17. Mm-hmm. They were all sitting outside at a park and talking and, you know, and the one kid, yeah, I just, I never thought I'd be a baker, but I've become a baker. And, you know, and it seemed like all of them did like the pod friend thing where they had two or three friends that they were allowed to, to see, mingle yes, with and yes, see yes, and go yes, and hang yes, out yes, with. Yes. And that seemed to be something that a lot of people had come up with early on. Yeah. You know, because you can't see everybody. No, I know. Yeah. So know. anyway, so there you go. That helps putting one foot in front of the other. That's right. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Flexing the we muscles. We talked about that. Yes, the we resiliency have. Yes, we have. Getting through something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Listen. When we come back. Oh my gosh, Julia. What, honey? Well, I got. I don't even know what to tell you. All right, this don't is tell so me juicy. Yet. Okay, <laughs> it's so juicy. <laughs> You're listening to my talk. 1071 Everything Entertainment. This is Lori and Julie. 
Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.